You're listening to a podcast by the Leadership Ministry Team at Texas Methodist Foundation. TMF's Leadership Ministry connects diverse, high-capacity leaders in conversations and environments that create a network of courage, learning, and innovation in order to help the church lean into its God-appointed mission. For more information, visit tmf-fdn.org. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa Greenwood, and you are listening to our fifth of six bonus episodes of Reservoirs of Resilience. Today's story comes from Ramonica Malone Wardley. What is it like to live through storm after storm after storm? Ramonica Malone Wardley has met people and congregations who have lived through one devastating storm after another. Living through a storm, though, doesn't mean just surviving. Ramonica shares how instead of throwing up their hands in despair, congregations in hurricane-hit areas roll up their sleeves to help neighbors and offer hope to their communities. This episode is a powerful account about how we can lean on each other and into our purpose to weather life's storms and find the stamina to keep moving forward. Let's listen as Ramonica shares this story of resilience with us. One thing that I've quickly learned from getting to know the folks in my district is that time here is marked by storms. You know, to name a few, in 2001, they were hit by Tropical Storm Allison, 2005 by Hurricane Rita, 2008, Hurricane Ike, 2017, Hurricane Harvey, 2019, Tropical Storm Amelda. And then yet last year in 2020, we had two storms, Hurricane Laura and Hurricane Delta. And I know I probably missed some in there, but those are the things that this community has been faced with here in uh, Southeast Texas. Before storm repairs are completed, before they've had adequate time to grieve, mourn, uh, loss of neighbors or loved ones, either due to death or transitioning to other areas because they can't take it anymore. Loss of homes, loss of irreplaceable family mementos and and so on. Before they can have adequate time to really deal with all of that, they're facing the threat and or the impact of yet another storm. Through um, all of this, the residents have rightly become storm fatigued. And yet, after every storm, they find the strength. They understand that God gives them the strength to rally and come together to support one another and their neighbors again and again and again. When I got here in, in July, I was able to experience this firsthand as I as I heard their stories. Uh, one small congregation talked about the destruction of their church in a storm a few years ago. They were devastated and had no idea how they would rebuild and come back from that amount of destruction. But before they could completely give up, they received the surprise of their lives. Their community showed up in droves to help them rebuild. 
this congregation talks about how their faith was strengthened through that because they felt that they literally saw the hand of God at work making a way out of what seemed like a no way possible for them. And to this day, they share that story with such gratitude, always remembering to give God thanks and celebrate the deepened relationships that they now have with their neighbors and, and how they make sure now to go out of their way to support others who find themselves in need because they realize that God could be using them just as God had used others to bless them before. Several of our churches during storms have opened their sanctuaries to house flood victims or work teams who are coming to help repair, to offer uh, repairs and support to those who have lost or had damage to their homes. One church who often opens up their sanctuary, they are currently working on building a separate space to house their very successful Mother's Day Out program because they want to both protect the children and be in compliance with you know, their licensing uh, demands, but they also don't want those, the safety of their children and those demands of the licensing board to keep them from being able to offer this much needed service in the future. Because as much as they would love for their to be no storms <laughs> or no need, they've experienced enough to look toward the future and know that it's a reality and they want to prepare themselves to be able to, to help. We have churches who have partnered with other churches and congregations and organizations, regardless of denomination, to make sure that their communities are safe and their residents are fed and they have the support that they need to repair or rebuild. I've heard story after story of congregations of all sizes understanding that while they may not be able to do everything, that they do have something that can add to the assistance of their neighbors. And so I've heard churches talk about partnering with the larger church down, down the street who can house people more than they can, but they have good cooks who can prepare meals and make sure that, uh, that the people have a good uh, hot meal while they're away from home and waiting to see what will be of their future. This summer, I got to see our connectionalism as a Methodist, uh, our Methodist connectionism. Let me say that again. This summer, I got to see our connectionalism at its best. Um, as I said earlier, we had two storms in 2020, about a month apart. Uh, the first one left many folks in our area without electricity or water or water for nearly two weeks. One pastor, uh, just like myself, had just gotten to her church in July. I had just gotten to the district in July when that August storm hit that very church with this brand new pastor and storm fatigued members who, by the way, also lived in that area. So they were also impacted by the storm, quickly emerged as an outpost of local support. They told us in the district what they needed and our churches rallied to make sure, to, to make sure that they responded to those needs. They made sure that they had supplies such as tarps and cleaning supplies and rakes 
made sure that our residents had water. And we had a different church show up every day with volunteers with masks on in the summer heat in Southeast Texas who had prepared hot meals to serve to neighbors. I mean, there were lines of cars going down the street waiting to get hot barbecue sandwiches, uh, hot fried fish that uh, one team was uh, was frying up there uh, on the spot, uh, spaghetti or or hot dogs, whatever those meals were, prepared with such love by the uh, the churches who have come together from our largest congregations to our smallest. Everyone wanted to play a role, however they could. And it made a difference. Tired folks who were all impacted by the same storm rallied to support and help others. This is when I realized that part of their resilience is their relationships with one another the sheer knowledge that they are not weathering these storms alone and won't be left to deal with the aftermath by themselves. And people who have been blessed by this support cannot wait to pay it forward when someone else finds themselves in the place that they once were.